Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gordon Ramsay didn't follow me because he knows me. He followed right. me because I'm fat and I like food. It's part of the algorithm. Okay. Yeah. I've lost 20 pounds since then. He's not going to follow me if I create a new Twitter. Yeah. You're going to have to gain 20 pounds, I know. dude. Get more diabetes. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. From ToastedMarshmallowAdventures.com. And you're listening to Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Idaho's premier podcast for comedy and entertainment. We know now more than ever, people are looking for ways to escape and laughter is the best medicine. On this show, we talk to comedians and entertainers from around the world. So if you're a fan of stand-up comedy or just looking to take a break from life, we got you. We keep things light and fun, laughing as much as possible with occasional deep, thought-provoking moments intertwined. So if you're in a safe space, grab a cold one, hit the subscribe button on your favorite audio platform or YouTube, and share some laughs with us. We We are are Toasted Toasted Marshmallow Adventures. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Today, yes, we have the hype button. We have two now. Yes. But today, in our Boise studio, we have with us comedian Jared Munson. Yay. Thank you so much for being with Thank us today. Yes, thanks for thanks for letting me guilt trip in, into here today. You were on our list. That was number 400 on the list. No. And I keep saying, put me on, put me on. So they, they did it out of pity. No, Not no. at all. We've actually had conversations we about you. Like, why haven't we had well, Jared on yet? That. Why haven't we had him on? Yeah, this I know. Is ridiculous. I was like, and yeah. I've always been like, yeah, we got to have him on. Yeah. And then something comes up and yeah. then just, well, like when you were sick, I like shit slowed down for us because we weren't doing anything. And that was the perfect time to send out the invite. Yes. So. <laughs> Yes. Welcome. Yes. yes. Okay. And you know, who knows? Maybe the guilt trip worked a little <laughs> a bit. A little bit. And you decided to do it on a 105 degree day. Is so that it's what like, today is? It's 105. Oh, so it's like I left God. the sweatshops of Korea just to be living in another one. It's fine. Yeah. Make me feel like home. <laughs> That's correct. You are from Korea, right? Barely. Barely. I was there for four and a half months before and, I was adopted. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Yep. I Good think. times. Yeah. Good times in the Samsung factory. <laughs> Do you know your Korean family? No. Nothing, Not huh? I uh, know my mom was 18 when she had me, and mm. wow. I was like, oopsie. Yeah. My whole family is basically adopted. My mom's adopted from Germany. My sister's adopted. Uh, from a different family in Korea. My dad's the only one not adopted. So. Oh, that's really cool, though. Yeah. yeah wow. So you guys can relate to Yeah, each other. we're a whole family of, of fun. Wow. Whole family of fun. <laughs> Have um, you lived here your whole life? No, so I grew up near Seattle. Uh, lived 18 years there. Went to college in Spokane. Lived there f- till uh, October of 2019. And then oh. my folks retired here because my sister ended up here. And I I had, at the time, two nephews. Uh, they were under four at the time that I never got to see. And I was like, Idaho, it's going to be cheap to be in Idaho back in 20, <laughs> 2019. And then was uh, back to then, be. Yes. And then the world ended, you know, yes. five months later. 
So I, oh. I still. Holy I st- cow! You moved here, and then five months later, pandemic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And then, then all the fun people at Boise blame me. <laughs> they blame. Oh, <laughs> did you real? did you experience uh, a little some bit? Of so Asian I was. Hate yeah. Stuff? Oh no. I was working at Best Buy at the time, um, and uh, this one guy comes in because we were only allowing certain. It it seems so weird now because like I was listening to the Today Show podcast. And they're talking about it. You know, it was, it was what was it? Two years ago, but it feels like it could have been four. Yeah. Um, we were only allowing five customers in at a time, and so we had each of us. We had to be one on one with them. And this customer goes, "You know, President Trump did a lot of great things, except." And he turns and looks at me and goes, "He didn't bomb China." Oh my! And looked oh right at me. What? And I was like, "I'm Korean." Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Um, but, now, is is it a bigger insult to be called a different nationality? Probably. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Ask a real Asian. Ask, <laughs> ask okay. a real one. Uh, yeah. When I was in college, so Eastern Washington University uh, had a lot of foreign exchange students, like a lot of other colleges. Mm-hmm. They all knew I wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> like really? there was a yeah. bunch of like foreign exchange students all yeah. in packs. Didn't even like, look at you're me. You're not part of <laughs> us. You're, 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 yeah. yeah. You're, you're only a C math student. You're not. You don't yeah. belong. Jeez. So you had like reverse discrimination against you. Like they're like, you're not part of us. You're with the. Go- yeah. And then like I always like I've started to say to my stand up, my parents taught me all about white privilege, but I got none of the benefits from it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you would think you would think I'd enjoy all these white privilege, but no. No, I don't. Not so much. Not yeah. especially, especially in Idaho. And yeah. your parents are white. Yes, very, oh, very, yeah. very white. Very, very white. Like very, very white. Gaffigan white. Oh yeah, my dad's yeah. my dad's Swedish. Okay, and my mom's German. So yeah. you can't get white more white. Yeah, than that. and you're yeah. uh, you have a sister that's also adopted. Yeah, Is she so, white. No, she's so she. We found out she did the twenty three me test. She's half Korean, quarter Japanese, quarter Chinese. I'm gonna get messages like, "Why are you telling everybody my life story?" But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no. So yeah, she's from a different different family. Um, but yeah, she has. We could tell my parents thought when we were younger she wasn't full Korean because she has totally different facial characteristics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, her, she has bigger eyes, um, bigger nose, mm-hmm. and I look like this. So, <laughs> yeah, she lucked out. She lucked out a lot. Do you use a lot of uh, Asian references in your comedy? I've only seen you once do comedy, really. Yeah, so. I've tried. It, it, you can it can turn into a crutch you know it's mm-hmm. you know every comedian has a crutch and it can definitely turn yeah. into that i have a bit a little bit of it um i think when i first, so i started doing china when i was 17 so i've been doing it for 14 years mm-hmm. uh i think at the beginning there was definitely way too much you started doing comedy at 17 wow although the person coming to watson's uh next weekend she's been doing it since she was eight i guess holy cow eight. <laughs> and then pete davidson's been doing it since he was 14 so i was <laughs> i was uh, behind the times yeah, apparently. um there's i think there's the right amount now i think it was hard for me if after a while to write stuff that wasn't so asian focused mm-hmm. yeah so i made it a point to to try to it out um, right so i think there's the right balance who knows yeah, so no plans to go like the George Lopez route because if you watch George Lopez's earlier stuff, he didn't have all the Hispanic references mm-hmm. and like the you know Honestly, he didn't Bobby he didn't Lee. switch yeah. between English and Spanish all the time. You listen to him and he sounded kind of Southern a little bit. Yeah, and uh, so not going that route. 
Uh, no, I'm planning to add a lot more Spanish jokes into my set. Oh, well, oh yeah. okay, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, so that's I'm I'm good. I'm doing Duolingo right now. Duolingo. So, <laughs> yes. Mi perro es mi comida, which for those of you that speak Spanish that are listening, all four of you, that's uh, my dog is my food. So it's not only an Asian joke, it's a Spanish joke. Ah, nice. Look at that crossing borders and boundaries. But, uh, are you a Bobby Lee fan? I tried. Uh, I tried adding him on Facebook the other day. I tried adding him on Facebook uh, the other day, and he he denied it. What? It's one of those things that you you think you just let it sit there forever. Yeah. But I went back and it said add friend again. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, he declined. Uh oh, hot dog. That's I guess. Ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. <laughs> um, the weird one that follows me. Uh, um, we'll probably go into this later. My Twitter got banned, but back in the day. Um, the one who followed me was uh, Dat Fan, the winner yeah. of uh, Last Comic Standing. Right. Mm-hmm. The one that nobody likes anymore. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that Bobby Lee's brother or cousin? I do think or... he was just talking about Dat are they, Fan. Are yeah. they actually related? There's something oh. there. Yeah, they okay. were. Okay, ta- he was talking We're all about probably maybe a cousin related somehow. Yeah. yeah, Margaret Cho followed me as well, which I thought was pretty cool. Whoa. Oh, nice. Margaret Cho is a huge, huge That's crazy idol of mine. Awesome. I remember listening to her way back in the, or not listening, watching her because there was no like listening platforms. You mm-hmm. know, you'd see her on. Probably would have been Comedy Central, you know, I'm talking like 90s Margaret Cho. But yeah, being out of San Francisco and I lived in the Bay Area Mm -hmm. at the time, she was really huge back then in the 90s. It's embarrassing to admit I got into Margaret Cho Cho when she was on uh, she was on a Lifetime show called Drop Dead Diva um, (laughs) in the early 2010s. It was about this model who died and came back in a plus size woman's body who was a lawyer. Oh wow. And uh, I I like my dream job growing up was to be a TV lawyer, not a mm-hmm. real l- l- lawyer, but a, <laughs> a TV, TV lawyer. lawyer. Like Boston Legal was my jam. I watched a lot of the practice and oh, Alan McBeal's when Drop Dead Diva came on, I was like, sold. <laughs> and yeah, Margaret Cho was one of the stars on that and and just kind of uh then discovered how amazing and groundbreaking she was as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, love her. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. So let's talk about real quick. Uh, God, what did you just mention that I wanted to touch on? So you came here from Spokane, Spokane. right? Mm-hmm. And then you were doing a talk show there at the time? Yeah, so we filmed three episodes of a talk show for uh, Community Minded TV. Shout out to them if you want to pick me back up. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting. It was the sister station to Spokane's PBS. Oh, okay. that's cool. Um, so we, we filmed a pilot. See, now my... It's like when you write a biography, which I doubt any all, any of us have, but like you forget things and times and stuff, mm-hmm. and you try to make it as factual. I want to say it was probably 2014 or 15 we filmed the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and another comedian were co-hosts. I had a house band. Um, had, that is awesome. Yeah, had Harry J. Riley, who's been down here a couple of times mm-hmm. as one of my guests. Um, then they were like, cool, we'll, we'll be in touch. Flash forward a year or two later. Because I think we filmed it in 2017 or 2018. It was right. It was a year before I moved, so somewhere around there. Um, came back and was like, "Let's do some more." Um, so I had guests lined up the day before. Uh, the day before we went to film, my co-host um, was going through some personal things and quit the day before. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the day before. So I was scrambling and retooled it as kind of a half-hour version, which is what's on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, which in turn kind of spun off into the podcast during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. That's the dream still. Um, gotcha. The what I kind of do with the podcast, as you know, is is talk to people that need a platform. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the authors that I've had on aren't 
Stephen King or John yeah. Grisham. They're, they're authors who people just assume authors that have a book published make millions of dollars, and that's not the case. No. Yeah. A lot of these authors are, are making 20, 30, 40,000 a year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I want to give people a platform. I've luckily had uh, uh, the late Bob Saget on. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, yeah. But even he was on to talk about his, his foundation because he doesn't have, you know, when he's talking to Entertainment Tonight and all these things like he said, he only gets, you know, two minutes to talk about it. Yeah. So we spent, you know, a good chunk of that hour talking about the Scleroderma Research Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I had the talk show, it was about finding Spokane storytellers and entertainers and people that just kind of wanted to a platform to... Um, to kind of talk about their craft yeah so hopefully someday in the future i'm getting older um but hopefully i can do some version of that either in boise or or national um to to just kind of promote the arts and mm-hmm. and yeah. these stories it, it's kind of it, i try to make it late night meets daytime so an mm. ellen ellen jimmy any of the jimmy hybrids yeah. <laughs> there's so many of them. i know there are <laughs> At one point, uh, I was like, I can't tell them apart. Well, Chris is like, really? Did you watch April Fool's this year when Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy oh, Kimmel yeah, switched? Yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. like brilliant. Yeah. That was, was so like, good. Now they're totally screwing with me. Uh, especially because yeah. it's cross networks, and usually they don't let you yes. do that. Yeah, really. Um, so that was that was brilliant. I think after the pandemic, like anything goes, kind it seems of. Like yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you started comedy, you said, when you were 17. 17. In high wow. Wow. Where were you so, able to do it? At uh, my high school. So, oh, that's um, cool. I was, uh, my first two years in high school at Auburn Senior High School, um, it was a school built, I want to say, for like 23, 2400 kids, and we had about 2,800, 2900 mm-hmm. okay. walking shoulder to shoulder. You adjust a number there. I hated high school my first two years. Didn't mm-hmm. have too many friends. We were sitting outside. It was, it was, it was disgusting. Um, and then my going into my junior year near my house, they decided they finally, after 15 years, approved a new high school. Um, so I decided to go there, got into ASB, um, got to kind of build something from the ground up, which was amazing. Um, What's ASB? Associated Student Body. So like oh, student, okay. student government, different states and cities call it different things. Uh, call me back and book me, Auburn. School <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was great. And then uh, one of the years we put on a talent show. And we wanted to do two singers, two dancers, and two comedians. The second comedian dropped out. I don't know why this is uh, like a recurring th- theme for me, but the the second comedian dropped out a day before. Wow. <laughs> and so um, I don't know if I would say I was the class clown, but I was definitely very vocal in school. Mm-hmm. Go figure. And mm-hmm. um, they were like, why don't you do it? So I wrote some jokes. Um, I don't have the video anymore. It was on my MySpace. MySpace was also much better than Facebook for for entertainers. Um, there was jokes about um, uh, not not, and it's I still true, really true to this day about not much Asian representation on TV. Because mm. at that time in two thousand and six, you had Sandra Oh on Grey's Anatomy at the time. You had Dat Fan who had just won Last Comic Standing at that time, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. That was when it, you think yeah. about it, back in two thousand six, it's gotten better now with Shang Chi yeah. and uh, Kim's Convenience and and uh, Crazy Rich Asians. And just uh, what was it? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we gotta watch that. It's so good. But there's still, I mean, when you think about it, there's. For well, we were every... just talking about this last night. What's that dumb show we watch? Which one? Married at First Sight. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they just got their first Asian couple. Couple, yeah. Yeah, so, we're I mean, like, holy yeah. crap! Finally. Yeah, we did like. Make yeah, a, we were talking about we that. We talked about that. I was but like, I feel like they... you. I feel like there hasn't been an Asian bachelorette yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, or an Asian bachelor. I mean, there's so much. And again, there's sometimes I I. Uh, when I think about myself, because I don't own mirrors for reasons, 
technically I'm Asian American, but you know, grew up with white parents. It's one of those things I always debate, like, what do I identify as? Yeah. But again, knowing my outer look, there's not much of me out there. Um, and mm. I still think, especially where we live, there's really not much. Yeah, um, true. Representation at all. There really no, isn't. There no, there isn't. So again, that's why I've had some of those guests that I've had on the podcast to give because uh, Sarah Ekavara was a. Uh, uh, she's Filipino American. I know. I wanted to ask her, and I didn't get the chance in your podcast in Bend, Oregon, where's the best spot to get Filipino food? Because I grew up around um, tons of Filipinos in mm-hmm. Vallejo, California. Vallejo, California, actually at the time per capita had more Filipinos than the Philippines. Oh wow! wow. And so yeah, and so all my friends growing up were Filipino, and so I always ate Filipino food. Oh, so good! Oh, it's delicious. And there's nowhere around here to really get it. Like uh, Island Kind Grinds in Nampa has some Filipino stuff, but you know it's not a full menu or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, I wanted to ask her and Ben, <laughs> where do you get good Filipino food? Because we usually go to Ben like once a year at least, yeah. you know, just to hang out and have fun. But well, we're gonna hold her to coming back on September when her book comes out. Oh, nice. oh okay, you cool. can ask her then. I'll, I'll ask her her then. Yes, <laughs> we'll revert to this conversation on this podcast to talk about my yeah, podcast. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Chris was like, I didn't have a break. I couldn't ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my voice was gone, so you really could have. You could have. Oh, yeah, that was in. that was right when you days uh, the ended next up getting day or two. You said you got COVID. I felt yeah. so bad. I thought it was. We strep. didn't get it. Good. We Thank were God. amazed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, I thought it was strep, and my 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 coworker was like, you don't have tonsils. It's probably not strep. <laughs> I was like, it could be though. Like, it, yeah, because right? it. It mimicked everything because I've had strep multiple times, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason I got my tonsils out. So when it came in, I was like, oh, I've been looking forward to it. And I was like, I don't want to cancel. I don't want to cancel. Yeah. And I was like, if it's strep, I really can't give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Didn't even cross my mind. Right, I know. I was one of those people that felt so horrible because I didn't even want to message you because I was like, I feel like a total, no, total, it total. It was so jam. awesome that you did let us know. Yeah, because uh, I work with yeah. seniors, mm-hmm. so I just yeah. I was able to let them yeah. know like mm-hmm. we might have had an experience because yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I was so safe, you know, during those two oh, of years. Course, yeah, and to the, and I mean, I traveled, but I still masked up when I needed to when I was in Texas mm. and everything. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, mm. it gets you. Yep. Can we talk yeah. about Texas? That was pretty yeah. awesome. Oh yes. So um so you uh when we did that podcast there, that was when you just got back from mm-hmm. Texas and you were like, Oh, I think I'm losing my voice from being at the thing in Texas. I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds fine. You know, you know, right? <laughs> Luckily, yeah, it's just I, COVID. I'm sitting over here, yeah. so we we're far enough away. I didn't, didn't get any and of your the shit. Air was probably mm-hmm. blasting something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just sitting like this, like y'all talk about your back. Uh, I'm losing my voice. I was like, Yeah, sounds like he's losing his voice. <laughs> so, so, do you have you gone to this convention several times? And what yes. is your purpose point? Is it just cool or? I want to say politically correct because okay. I let them know I wasn't the most happy with this last time. Oh, dang. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's the, yeah, I already, already put my foot in my mouth. It's the <laughs> ATX Festival in, in Austin, Texas, which is an amazing festival if you're a television fan. Okay. This was their first year back since the pandemic. They've done it virtual the last two years. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm. It's amazing as a, as a, so uh, the I went four other times. Three of those four times, I had been press. So I got to interview the celebrities, which oh, makes it cool. even more fun. Mm-hmm. For for some reason or another, I was not pressed this year. 
How did you get an Espresso before? So I uh, also, I don't use it anymore. It's still up just kind of as a archive, but I ran an entertainment website with my friend uh, back in Seattle for years because we'd always talk about movies we'd watch or TV shows. Mm-hmm. So we just did reviews on them. And um, I, uh, this festival came out. My friend uh, in Spokane, Renee, she's like, hey, they're doing the Gilmore Girls reunion in Texas and the cast of Boy Meets World is going to be there. Could have cared less about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh, Boy Meets World was my jam growing up. So we went. And that year, I, I applied really late. And I still got a press pass. Mm-hmm. So I got an interview. Who did I interview that year? I got to hang out with Ben Savage. It was fun. I interviewed the creator of Boy Meets World. I don't think I interviewed too many that year because it was pre- relatively late in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I met some of the cast of Friday Night Lights and got to interview uh, Buddy Garrity and his son on that show. Um and they've always tried to kept it smaller than South by Southwest. They wanted to make it kind of a hometown feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year was not that. But it was huge. It was huge. Um, um, I applied for the press pass as early as I usually do. Mm-hmm. They said they were limiting them a number of press passes. I was like, well, I already bought my airfare and plane ticket. Like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't cheap. Uh, so they said they 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 let me know and had and when I got down there I talked to a couple other uh, reporters and they're like oh yeah we just got ours yesterday. Oh, uh, wow, that hurts. Yeah. So neither here nor there. So I just I brought all my stuff down for the podcast just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't work out. It's it's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. It ended up being fun. I met um, uh, Ed Helms and Craig Robinson yes. from the office. We we go to sleep to the office every night. <laughs> yeah, we, pretty much. Yeah. We have watched the show every episode. Yeah. Times. Do you have Peacock, Lynn? Yes. yes See, do, yeah. when I was on Netflix, that's exactly what yes. I would do. I would yeah. sleep to the office. We but... had to get Peacock because we couldn't sleep. <laughs> now, it's either that or Forensic Files. And uh-huh. I'm like, I can't Ooh. go to sleep to yeah, I'm dying. That stopped years ago. Because <laughs> yeah. I would always watch like Forensic Files like, or something like that. These are all women that. being killed. Like I going sleep. to sleep. And yeah, early in our relationship, Wendy's like, we can't watch this going People bad women, i have like nightmares and like men yeah, dying some, maybe you gotta but... watch women that's killers yeah, kill, yeah, yeah, yeah we should do that yeah, so. uh so i switched to the simpsons because i have disney Plus, oh nice and there's 600 episodes yes, literally 600 episodes of that so um <laughs> um yeah that was fun and then did you get to talk to them barely so um okay when they release i'll be uh when they release the the panel i'll send you the link um, but why do these people, why do they go? Is yeah, it promotion good, for them? Good question. Yeah. So they always get panels. So uh, in years past, so the first year I went, uh, they always tried to do one big reunion. And that was the Gilmore Girls reunion the first year. Mm-hmm. This year, it was the Scrubs cast reunion. And I think that was the big one. Um, so they try to do that. They usually, this year they didn't, they usually do a canceled too soon series. Oh. Um, so one year they had, uh, what was it called? Uh, journeyman that had Kevin McKidd who's on Grey's Anatomy now. Um, so this year, um, they, they work with a lot of the studios mm-hmm. and, um, so they had Ed Helms there for Rutherford Falls, his new show on Peacock. He looked tiny to me, very yeah. thin. I and was like, I thought he was bigger. Craig Robinson was there for killing it. Also on Peacock. Oh yeah. Yes. We were watching. So that. they were there yeah. for the fun. This was the funny part. They were there for the funny AF panel. So talking about just sitcoms and stuff. Yeah. I had time to kill. Their names weren't listed on it. They had the other people that were in the panel there, but those oh, two. Dang. Maybe Ed Helms was on it, but there was a lot because, again, first year back from the pandemic, a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. And so I went to it. 
there i turned around and then there's ed helms walking down what was, holy shit yeah. took a picture and then craig robinson came down i was like holy shit he's stoned already <laughs> took a picture <laughs> and the thing that everybody hates because these panels again there's hundreds of people there everybody wants to ask a question the two things people hate and i'm sure it's the same at comic cons and I'll, if i have time i'll go into why i hate comic cons after <laughs> um things i hate is long drawn out personal stories like oh my god i've been a fan of you since i was 16 i wanted to be you when i grew up and then just keep going on right and then the self-indulging things like it's my birthday mm. yeah so they came to me and i was like okay i gotta do this different i gotta do this different so they they hand me the microphone and um it's so it's craig robinson i'm gonna f- draw some blanks phil who created um who was supposed to be on our podcast that just canceled uh creator oh. of grand crew who was really nice um lisa kochi who was on dance with myself with shakira Craig Robinson, and I'm, I'm forgetting the very funny woman in the middle. I apologize if she's listening to us. <laughs> um, she's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so I grab the microphone and I say, first off, uh, just want to say thank you for coming to my birthday party. <laughs> so I started with a joke because it's, right. it's yeah. being the self-indulging thing that people hate, but mm-hmm. I try to do it different. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, is it your birthday? And I was like, yeah. And so they sing that. that they yeah. sang yeah, we happy that. birthday to me. And then they asked, you know, if I actually had a question. I was like, yeah. Um. And I tried to make it a joke and it kind of backfired on me because some of the guys from the office and Ed Helms, you know, they, and Rain Wilson specifically, like it was a TV show. Like it was a great experience, but yeah, but move on. Because um, I said, I want to be like Asian Jim. You know, I want to be, I want to be, oh, yeah. again, going back to the representation. Mm. He was like, yeah. well, the office is over and I don't think that role will come oh, back. Oh, took it seriously. Yeah. And yeah. then they're telling me that I shouldn't be in Austin if I wanted to be, you know, a comedian. I was like, well, I'm, I'm in Boise, which yeah. is much, much worse than, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much exactly. worse than Austin has a bigger, bigger, uh, Austin yeah, has a huge comedy yeah. thing. Uh, but I mean, in years past, I got to meet Fonzie. I got to interview Fonzie. Oh, and that's oh, one. Wow. Yeah. I was, if you look, go into my face, but me, you know, my, my face is like brightest face because uh, my parents are older. So I got, I grew up with happy days. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I got to interview him in the cast of Royal Pains. I've got to interview the cast of Suits multiple times. Oh, that's cool. So I got to meet Meghan Markle. But the, um, that mm. first year we went. Oh, wow. wow. That first year we went, she had so much security and we're like, what's the deal here? And then it was, I want to say three days per week later, it was announced that she was dating Prince Harry. Right. So it made perfect sense yes. why yeah. she had so much security. But she remembered my friend and my friend's hat and everything. So she, she came, sorry, but she came up and talked to us oh, oh, multiple cool. times. Um, so the festival is very fun. I will say. So do you stay on site or is it is it in a hotel? It's There's multiple venues in Austin um, and they do it really well. This year they changed the main venue. So the first Eight or nine years, I think it was at the Stephen H. Stephen F. Austin Continental, beautiful hotel. Yes, this year they moved it to the more um, traditional uh, Driscoll Hotel. Um, neither here or there. Then they have satellite venues as well, so they okay. do it at the Paramount Theater as well, where comedians like David Tell and Jim Gaffigan go to. It's a huge theater. Yeah. When oh, I got to meet Phil Rosenthal this year, if you haven't seen somebody feed Phil on Netflix, it's the best. show. I know the show, but <laughs> I haven't watched it. Yeah. Best show. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a very fun festival. I think I was just a little miffed because I've been pressed for them for years. Yeah. And I get it. It was also my birthday weekend. So it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you try to keep those emotions away. But then you find out some of these um, uh, press got it a, a day before. Right, right, right. When they're telling me they're going to keep me on the wait list. And I'm like, and yeah. then uh, there's one celebrity who I forgot is not the nicest person, was not the nicest again pretty famous person i won't name names because really? i'll tell you off, wow. off, off. oh yes yeah, um, like to know. yeah it, it's a whole thing but um but yeah the cool thing about this festival unlike comic cons 
Um, Comic-Cons, you know, you spend $300 or whatever for a ticket to Comic-Con, mm. usually for just a day. It's like a grand for the weekend. And then you have to pay for autograph and photos, you know, oh. like I have all for it, all, all for it. If you want to spend a thousand dollars to meet Chris Evans or, or Thor, cool. Yeah. Cool. But then, you know, you have the cast again of Boy Meets World who were at the ATX festival. You just go up and take a, if they're free. You know, you don't want to impose on them, but yeah. they, they're more. Most of them will take a photo with you or sign something for free. For yeah. free, yeah. You just pay the the admission, which has gone up because of the economy. But like, um, some of the cast members that were there for the festival one year were at a different comic con the next week, and I was seeing how much they were charging. You know, like y'all just need to go to ATX. It's a much <laughs> yeah. more it's a much more pleasant <laughs> experience, and they don't smell because like comic cons, it's <laughs> people that don't leave their mom's basements until <laughs> until comic con and um. It's it's such a relaxed experience. There are people this last year that really ruined it though, because the cast of Scrubs, you know, you're sitting in a hotel lobby, press press room is here and they know it. Mm-hmm. There's only two ways into the hotel, so you're the, you're more than likely gonna see a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And more than likely than not, they're gonna rush to where they need to go. They're not gonna stop. This group of people waited every single time for somebody came in and bombarded them to make them sign. Oh, which great. One of the rules is don't bombard them. Right. Yeah. They're more likely to talk to you if if you're just normal. Right. And that's why out. Zach Braff, if you saw the photo with me and him, he was wearing his mask, he was wearing a hat. He didn't want people to he just wanted to enjoy the experience and people ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I felt bad asking a photo, but again, it was my birthday and I was out. <laughs> I got it. If, if Zach Braff is sitting there and I don't get a photo, I'm going to feel... I'm gonna Did feel, you go by yourself? Yeah. So usually every other year I go with somebody. Mm-hmm. This ended up with, again, everything going up in price. Uh, I went by myself, which... Mm-hmm. How was it? Um, I mean, I feel like I don't do that much alone. Austin's one of those cities usually where you can enjoy it by yourself. Oh, There's so okay. much to do. This year was weird because, again, I haven't gone in three year, four years. Um, I, I didn't, 2019, I didn't go, um, how much time have we got? We got time? We got yeah. time? Okay. I would like another one of those. Um, other ones. Okay. 2019, Felissa Rashad was going to be the lifetime achievement oh, winner. Cool. Cool. Yes. But it was also in the same time of the Bill Cosby trial. Oh, even cooler. Oh. So was I, it? Yeah. I know, I know dumb, dumb here. If I would have got pressed that year. And again, I don't always get every interview I want but had I seen Felicia Rashad I would have walked up and said you knew right like you you had to have known she was on two shows with Bill Cosby she was on the Cosby show for nine or ten years however it lasted and then they did another show called Cosby in the late 90s for four years she spent 12 years with the guy either she was the most she had to know or she was the most oblivious person (laughs) so I knew I knew it had I gone, I would have probably never been invited back. Which right. Mm-hmm. After the survey I did for them this year, I might not be invited back. <laughs> um, do you have to get invited, or no? Well, for press, for press, for press, you do. I, okay. I, it's 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 still the fun experience as uh, as a just going. But again, when you're press, you got a hobnosh with the you get a yeah, and they give you food. Oh, so that nice. just saves oh, nice. that saves so much <laughs> money. And again, I know I'm not a big I'm not a big outlet. You know, they give Entertainment Weekly, TV yeah. Guide, all these big publications. Obviously, press passes up the yin yang. Yeah. But their whole thing was to bring in smaller things yeah. too, and not to toot my own horn. But I mean, if you go on YouTube and watch the interviews with the Royal Pains cast or, or read some of these interviews, or Saget, that's huge. Yeah, but they they're like. They, they did say that mine was their favorite interview because oh, it's nice. coming from a fan perspective. You right. know? Yeah, I'm not there to sell magazines or right. clicks. It's 
I want to know what it's like as as a fan, what you what your experience is. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Did you, you go up to any open mics when you were there? So uh, not open mics. I got booked for a guest spot at a show at uh, the Vulcan. Nope. It was. It was. Oh my God! Now they're gonna they're gonna come after me. Oh damn! I have a photo of it. It was in Austin. It was beautiful. Okay, a place in it Austin. happened. We're gonna can, <laughs> folks. Can we do some? Uh, what do they call we'll it? ADR some... after? <laughs> just, yeah. It was at just drop the Fremont Theater. <laughs> yeah. It'll um, be Chris's yeah. voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephanie, who was amazing, um, emailed me and, and let me do ten minutes, and they, they oh, loved awesome. it. Oh, awesome. Um, it's funny though because I don't know. Did you ever guys have Casey Rocket on before he moved down? No, to... we, we haven't tried, had him and on, now but... he's all because that's where highfalutin. That's where he's at. Zavolkin. I asked. I asked every comic and improv person at because they did a show before the one i was on i asked 18 people if they knew who casey rocket was not one did so i'm starting to wonder if casey rocket is a real person or just a collective figment but it's so crazy all of our imaginations because austin though when i went to the last moment to austin in 2018 two of their comedy clubs had shut down and Mm -hmm. this was this was Mm pre-pandemic they just for some reason weren't doing well well, Rogan and now. and yeah, whether you love him or hate him, Rogan has brought in a, an influx. Yeah, one of the clubs reopened, and another one of the clubs is actually reopening as well. So the two clubs that shut down are both reopening. Um, but there's so much comedy there. I'm sure people don't know who Casey Rockin is. Wow, because there's yeah. just so it's like in LA now. There's just yeah. so much really? comedy. Wow. What is the city like? Because we've never been. Is it? Do it's, you, is it pretty cool? Or it's, it's 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 like any other city. That's that's that big. It's actually like the only the fifth biggest city in Texas, though. Okay. Mm. San Antonio is bigger. I didn't realize that. Six Street's amazing. Um, the homeless problem, like anywhere else, is, is, getting, is getting bad. Okay. They're building now on, I don't know, directions. So if this is downtown, it's this side. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. That's but the I, way I talk. But I think because I think the sun's that way, I want to say it's the west, even though it looks like it's the, whatever it is. It's usually the opposite yeah, of what yeah, I think it uh, is. And yeah. They're building a lot of new construction there, so the okay. homeless population has moved more into downtown. Okay. Okay. It used to be just one congregated area. It's bad. And then mm. um, Sixth Street's all the bars, which is really fun. I'm 33 now, so it's just like I'm, I'm, as... I'm too old. Yeah, I'm too, especially being single. Like the one year my friend uh, Easton, there's the shout out, uh, came down. <laughs> it was a blast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Even I was 30 a... at the time, but it's just weird. Be, I don't care if you're the nicest dude in the world. It's weird when you're a single guy at a bar, just hanging out, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> it. I don't care if you're George Clooney. It's weird. <laughs> um, but a lot of the restaurants along Sixth Street didn't survive the pandemic. Oh, so wow. it's hard to okay. find food right when you're downtown. You have to go six blocks in any direction. Hmm. Did you rent a car? You nope. just walked. Everywhere? I walked, and the first night because I hadn't been in humidity in again four oh, years. Humidity. Yeah. I it was Brutal. it was actually not as bad as it was the last year I went was the most hot and most humid it had been that early in fifty years, and so this was this was pleasant. It was 50 percent humidity, or whatever. Oh. But that first night, I was felt like I was having a heat stroke. My heart rate was over one forty for most oh, of the night. Oh, I was just sitting there in this coffee shop, just and I was sitting. like, "Like I'm gonna die." <laughs> yeah. And I had a show in an hour because the first night was when I had the comedy show. Yeah, I think this and is where I die. Pretty much, <laughs> lovely, lovely LGBT coffee shop, and I'm sitting there looking up the 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 drag queen making coffee, and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I guess there's worse places I could die." There are. Way worse. Um, <laughs> finally, finally got down to like 108, which is still high for me. And I was like, I got to walk to the comedy place. Wow. And then I got yeah. to the comedy place and I was listening to the show that was going on, just breathing, trying to relax. And it got down to my normal, which is, I'm a little high right now, but it's usually around in the 80s, 80 beats mm. per minute. Yeah. But man, that was, it was a rough 
first day. Um, they man, I'm talking a lot. They had um. Well, that's that, the point. That's yeah, the point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, years ago, I didn't see them this time. They had a company called Car to Go, which is they're in Portland and Seattle as well. It's these small little smart cars that you can rent for like forty dollars a day. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I just left it and Ubered everywhere because they're mm-hmm. um, it was cheap. Yeah. Uh, but Austin's beautiful. The food is amazing. Oh, okay. Um, if you ever go, I can tell you all the food places to go to. I, I'm not small. I eat a lot of food. We aren't either. Um, <laughs> shopping's great. It's booming. Like, I went south. I know for sure that direction's south. <laughs> oh, no, so it must be east. Because you're going downhill. Well, they told me That's it was south. That's you know. Oh. I uh, went to one of the <laughs> JCPenney's. Uh, <laughs> I don't, my boss is like, why do you go to our store when you're on vacation? <laughs> like, I'm trying to get ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you work at JCPenney yeah. right what? now. Yeah. Right? What do you do? I don't know if I can say. I'm, I'm in management there. Oh, nice. You're in Boise? Yep. At the oh, mall. okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> at the Boise Town Square Mall. <laughs> open okay. seven days a week. <laughs> plug, Shopping plug, plug. Um, <laughs> but when I was in Spokane, I went to the two there and got some some information, too, and some strategies. And yeah. the day I came back was the mall shooting, so that was fun. Um, oh, wow. Oh, fun. But Austin has tons of shopping. You would love it. Like, knowing what you two... Like to do. It seems like yeah. a cool place. You you would go down a road and you would see. I mean, the stars. It's it's crazy. Even because yeah. they film um that new Walker Texas Ranger there, mm-hmm. and Austin is where they filmed Friday Night Lights for years. So oh, Austin cool. does have a lot of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. you'll you'll probably just see somebody you know. I was down on Sixth Street that uh, first or second night. I'm I'm going to the nightclubs just because I wanted to see it again. And I walk by somebody, you know, and we both look at each other, and I'm like, nah. And I left, uh, opened up an Instagram before I thought it was, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, she's in Austin. So I came back, and it was uh, Dana Marie Nichols, who's a who's a, a reporter now in San Diego, but she was up at Creme 2 News what? in Spokane with me. And I walked up, and I tapped her on the shoulder, and she goes, okay, it was you. <laughs> we both looked at each other, and she was there oh, for cool. a bachelorette party. And then, even weirder, um, my producer from the old studio, Travis, was down there for a bachelor party. Oh, really? So I saw him at the Austin airport. He sat right behind me on the flight back. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you'll, you will see people you know in Austin. It's, oh, wow. So, How much are flights to Austin? Are we talking 500 bucks? Um, it depends on the time of year. Yeah. And it depends on the airline. So I went, because um, I, I don't like layovers. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, that's, every time I have a layover, either I lose my luggage or it's delayed. So this time, I and I went the cheapest. They, they have a straight shot? Through... Uh, through Alaska Airlines. Okay. It was like four ninety. That's trip, what I would assume. Which wasn't yeah. horrible. Yeah. I know we yeah. talked to Avello Airlines. I yeah. know since we talked to them, the economy's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel for them. They yeah. they did talk about adding a uh, an Austin route. Yeah. But I mean, man, for the prices that they do, it's it's tough. They've had it gone up a little bit. So right. yeah. Um, I know Southwest goes there, but I think you'd go from like here to Seattle to Austin, or right? Here to Salt Lake. That's mm-hmm. what kills you. Delta yeah. has one, but they were like six hundred bucks, and you okay. you have like an eight hour layover somewhere. Oh, yeah, I don't do those geez. well. You could drive though. I mean, I know gas is only the gas is going down. Gas folks. is only what five twenty one now. <laughs> right, yeah, um, it's a bargain. Because you could go through Colorado though. Denver's beautiful. I don't know if you've been to Denver before. No, not since I was a kid. So you could go through Denver and then go south. I mean, you can make it a trip. Yeah, I'd you love to do, go down and do a kill Tony at the Vulcan. So you would see Hans Kim. Yeah. Hello, mm, hello Hans Kim. What, yeah. What, Did you but, meet him? Well, I met him in Seattle because he's from Seattle. Oh, that's oh, cool. I met him okay. years ago. Before. Prior to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, He's opening for Rogan now. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Which I will just say, 
don't at me, Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, it'd be super cool if he did, right? But yeah. like Tony Hinchcliffe had that whole controversy. I with know. Him. Yeah. And now and then, Hans and him are like best friends. Exactly. I'm like, so like, there was a yeah that did happen. Yeah. So in that time, mm-hmm. I'm still not the biggest Tony Hinchcliffe. Don't at me, folks. Don't at me. Um. <laughs> oh, so that hit you? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know too many people that were on Tony's side after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get people that are like, oh, it's shock comedy. But like Don Rickles was shock comedy, but he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't like that offensive. Yeah. I mean, it Don, was pretty abrasive when. Yeah. Yeah. What he did. It was like, yeah. uh, uh, well, when we watched it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened to you? Yeah. And like yeah. Don Rickles, though, Don Rickles made fun of President Reagan, but it was funny. Like the way he did right. it was was different. Yeah. It wasn't the most demeaning. Yeah. Like, the way Tony did it was pretty. Mm-hmm. It, Stabbing yeah. feelings. So, that's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Austin's beautiful. You could okay. do a toasted marshmallow on the road, do a whole road trip I podcast know. from here yeah. to Denver. Yeah. Cool. So there we go. So Hell are yeah. you going? Is this yearly? And will it's you go? Every, it's every June. Oh, every June. I are kind you? of I kind of made this feel like the last time I was going. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just because you, you I've done it. Yeah. If there's a fe- if there's a panel that I really want to see, mm-hmm. I might. <laughs> yeah but I, I need patreon subscribers so it's patreon.com yes. patreon. um, hit him up but uh it's a fun festival how much I, is your patreon anywhere from i think five bucks to 25 do we need to shout out any of your patreon yeah let's Patreons? do it i mean J- jen adams has done it from day one Whoa, yes nice. is, i've heard about that um, yes. and then garrett awesome, one of my friends jen. in alexandria so i, mean, I have like Casey Rock has like 50 people subscribed to his Patreon and I can go wah, wah, just as fast as he can. So like, right. So right. Patreon. Um, can I, you do uh, the crab walk? Yeah. Just, <laughs> hey, mommy. <laughs> there you go. Sign up. Yeah. folks. Uh, yeah, I have a video coming out soon. It's my first video that I've done. So my editing is a little rusty. Um, I had f- film flicks, flicks box. Oh, wow. Uh, we're, we'll ADR this part too. a new <laughs> uh, movie subscription box. They said the theater oh, candy. Oh yeah, I saw you. Yeah, you were doing that. So I'm still editing that video. Um, mm. So there'll be exclusive stuff on the Patreon. I'll do. I'll do Casey Rocket impressions if that's what it takes. <laughs> will, impre- you, will you get in the grimace suit? Yes, I will. I will do impressions of any comic you want to see <laughs> if you subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who your who are your comedy influences? It's gonna sound really weird. It's gonna sound really really <laughs> weird, knowing knowing me and my political views. Uh, Ron White was the reason I got into comedy. Ron White, Love oh, Ron. and yeah. it was more from a. I mean, I think he is hilarious, but it it was it's more for his business savvy. If you watch Ron White in the eighties and Ron White now, it's, it's the same Ron White. Even if you watch Ron White in two thousand one, he wasn't really a blue collar comic. If you look at compared to the other three, right? Yeah, he became friends with I think it was Bill Engvall. I don't think it was Jeff. I think he became friends with Bill, and saw the opportunity, latched to it. Mm-hmm. Did the three movies? Those guys still did the TV show and all that other stuff. But he was like, "I'm, I'm good. Out. I'm yeah. good." And it, it just so smart business wise. Right. Uh, again, yeah. look at look at Hans Kim looking at an opportunity, 
Um, mm-hmm. I think you got to go for it. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if somebody talked to me about doing something, would I sell my soul to make some? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought Ron White was the funniest out of the oh, four of them. For sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Although Jeff Foxworthy's new special is pretty good. Is oh, it really? Yeah. Okay. We haven't seen, haven't it. seen it. What's is it on? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. why that's we haven't the, seen that's it. That's the one we got we rid of recently. Oh, so that's get why. Get rid of Netflix to get Peacock. That's yeah, why trying. you haven't seen somebody if you film it. That's yeah. Why, that's on Netflix. Yep. If you like, because again, it's the PBS version of Somebody Feed Phil is on Tubi? No, hmm. Pluto. Pluto. Okay. okay. There's too many of these free ones. Yeah, I know. But he he travels the world and does a lot of food stuff. And okay, you would love it. He has oh, Anthony okay. Bourdain's producers. Okay, oh, I've so. told like ten of my friends to watch the, uh, either version, and it's like their favorite show now. <laughs> Oh, okay, oh, nice. we'll check it out <laughs> for sure. Just yeah. try. I'm sure. Make a fake email. I think Netflix still gives seven day free trials or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we need to just get into a password trading type. Well, of Brittany, underground. Brittany, oh, Haha Brittany was like, Hargis, she'll just yeah. put it in our show notes. Yeah. Password. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, we, need, we don't have Netflix yeah, right now. We got to like, trade her like a Discovery Plus for a Netflix yeah. password. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have Discovery Plus. I haven't found. I'm see. I'm not a huge reality guy. Mm. Yeah, um, we are trashy reality people oh. at times. Hey, I will be no neck whatever his name is from. from oh, I know about him just because you it's, love it, that guy. Who the no neck guy? Oh, de- uh, de- uh, what, what the is his name? Ed Big Ed. Ed. Yeah. Yes, Ed. I saw a picture. And I was like, I gotta look to see where he's from. <laughs> yeah, he's so awkward. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I was. I just watched one because I had it, and he's just like. Can he's I very, give you a kiss? And she's very, like, mm, not, not this time. Yeah, right now, I know, Ed. Yes. It's kind of sad because if you look at photos of him from like 20 years ago, he had a neck. And Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was like yeah. a bodybuilder. Oh, really? He was like a bodybuilder in his previous life. Yeah, I know his like new, after he cut the long hair, kind of got the, the spiky a, thing. It looks way better. Way I think better. he grew a little short beard. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, it looks nice. a million no, times better than me. I can't grow. This is four weeks. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, Chris uh, can only not grow hair on the top of his head. <laughs> Everywhere else true. Is, yes. has hair. <laughs> Discovery Plus, though, I mean, I, I'm a huge Food Network fan. So, like, oh, okay. Guy Fieri and I. Yeah. Oh, man. just I mean, I emailed his producers a few months ago, mm-hmm. and they said, to, this is a good reminder, because they told me to email them back this, this summer. So do you just take Ah. chances? It sounds like you do. You Mm -hmm. just go for it. Like, I'm interested in this. And uh, there's some political correctness. There's some Boise comics that don't realize you got to shoot your shot or you're it's like the Wayne Gretzky. Like like Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky quote, you'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how I got when I was 17, 18. I got to open for um, Melissa Villasenor from Saturday Night Live. She was on America's Got Talent years ago. I went to, because she came to Eastern, they knew me. I went in my first month at Eastern Washington University. I was like, hey, doing the dumb thing that even 30-year-olds do. I'm a comic. Book me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you have videos? And I was like, nope. I'll get you some, though. <laughs> so I started going to open mics at 18. Mm-hmm. Three months at Eastern, I opened for Buzz Sutherland. He's the 16-time college comedian of the year. I uh, got open for Dan Cummins, who's been on Comedy oh, Central. Wow. Yeah. Melissa Villasenor. Mm-hmm. And all these people just, you know, you got to take just your chances. Just going for it. But I cold email everybody. I mean, I got Bob Sackett from Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Twitter is an amazing thing, and I wish I still had it. Um, okay, why don't you have Twitter? They said I spammed <laughs> too many times in 24 hours. It's one of those things like President Trump got like eight warnings before they fully banned him. I spammed, which I don't even think I did, one too many times. What does that even mean? I, I shared my Patreon, I think, three times in a oh. day, and they called it spam. Huh. And, and then you're out for good? I'm permanently banned. What? Wow. I put an appeal in, and 
they will not reply to it. Wow. Mm. I had Gordon Ramsay follow me, or American Idol follow me, or The Tonight Show follow me, oh my Entertainment God, Tonight cool. follow me. I could rebuild it, but like you'll never get them back. Yeah. I luckily got yeah. them because there's algorithms and they follow certain people. Mm-hmm. Like I, Gordon Ramsay didn't follow me because he knows me. He followed right. me because I'm fat and I like food. It's part of the algorithm. Okay. Yeah. I've lost 20 pounds since then. He's not going to follow me if I create a new Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to gain 20 pounds, I know. Dude. Get more diabetes. <laughs> but um, it's kind of sad. My friend Kat Davis passed away. She had scleroderma and I knew her and Bob met. Oh. So I, I, did, I literally just sent him a tweet that said, hey, do you want to talk about Cat and your foundation on my podcast? And we and he said yes. We set it up. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, there, there's the. I mean, you 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 got to take your shot. Just take a chance. And mm. I, people don't know if it's still real or not, but that's what Nico and Nate Fort did to for Bill Burr this fall. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. We're waiting. We're waiting we to see if it's. We're we waiting to see if it's. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we can't let's, wait. Let's see if it's real. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Oh, we're seeing so. Tom Segura next week too at the. Morrison. No, uh, the Idaho, ice rink, yeah, it used to be CenturyLink. Now it's Idaho Central Arena, I think. You know, down, oh yeah, downtown, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'll be awesome. But I mean, I sent back when I had the drive fifty hundred emails to comedy clubs when okay. I was eighteen, nineteen, and you know, for every five hundred no's, you got a yes. I mean, I got. And so, how do you take those no's? Do you just just blow I think, them off? Yeah, because I knew they I, don't. They don't hurt. No, now they do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nose hurt for us as well. We're like, oh. I uh, I now because I I I as a comic, I know I'm never going to be headliner. I talk too fast. I don't have the drive anymore. I'm a good feature. I can do a solid twenty to twenty five, five so, out of seven. So you don't times. have the drive to be the headliner. Oh, okay. I like mm-hmm. to be the I like to be the Oreo filling in the middle. Okay, it's just <laughs> also too much pressure. Yeah, it's too much pressure. I've headlined a dozen times. I can do it. I've done it. I did it in mm-hmm. Montana in February. I don't like it. Oh, okay. You feel much more pressure because you're the name, the guy. Yeah. If you're yeah. the if you're the or you're in the middle and you're like, I got this. It's right. twenty minutes of fun. Um, but now now knowing that I'm a I'm a I'm a decent feature, that I don't book myself. The reason you don't see me much is I'd rather have Marina Wool or Natasha or or any of these Boise comics get stage time that really want to do this full time right mm-hmm. the 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 drive you have to have to do comedy full time it's huge like right? nico 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 has it great he travels for work mm-hmm. yeah the amount of stage time that guy can get right it's perfect yeah. i mean uh, one of my other friends in spokane quit his six-figure paying job to do comedy full time and he makes like 30 40 000 a year doing it now but he sleeps in his car five nights a week whoa no yeah. thank you yeah. i need a bed right yeah <laughs> and you're in boise like you're in a spot where you have no city within six hours of you right that's major you have salt lake six hours away spokane five hours away yeah seattle six and a half yeah. seven hours away you to really make it like you can be the biggest dog in boise but you would still be the 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 fresh Smallest. meat and in, in la yep. mm-hmm. or yeah or chicago sure. yeah. yeah it's as great as some of these boise comics are if they really want us to make it they're going to have to move they're yeah. going to have mm-hmm. to i mean you, you they'll tell you even in seattle yeah as great as seattle is being big and having multiple venues you got to go to la yeah yeah definitely um we had a guy in spokane moved to la now he's he's at the comedy store oh awesome every, every week michael wow. evans i don't say every week but yeah. He's making it down there. He oh, took awesome. that. He Have knew- you ever thought of doing that? No. 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 I'm Is it family related? Uh, I mean, yeah, I moved here to be closer to family, but yeah. at, again, at 33, I don't have the drive. Mhm. I mm. So and, why and, are you doing it now? 
is it? When I'm poor. <laughs> but you're producing your own shows yeah. though, right? so that's the fun part how did that happen so about eight years into comedy i i realized like comedy it's just becoming a job that mm-hmm. didn't pay shit mm-hmm. like yeah. you'd make 50 bucks here or there car sorry i dropped the s-bomb there's that's a, okay no, this is a family show no it's <laughs> no, not no it is not <laughs> um and uh which is weird also you guys don't have casinos down here which is weird right super weird yeah um Coming from Seattle and Spokane, casinos everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I went to Northern Quest Casino eight, nine years into comedy. Um, and I was like, hey, there's a room here. There's, it's called the Impulse Night Lounge. And I was like, you're not using it. Like, no, it, it costs us $1,000, which makes sense to turn the lights on and pay our staff. Mm-hmm. Nothing's worked here. And I was like, can I can I try doing comedy? They're like, how much money do you need? I was like, and, 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 Four comics, huge comics in Spokane were like, you're doing a horrible deal. I was like, <laughs> watch me. We got 100% of the door. They got 100% of the bar. That wow. was no risk to them because right. we knew people go to comedy to drink. Yeah. I knew, knowing myself, I could fill the room. And I did. Mm-hmm. First show there, standing room, we had 150 people in. Awesome. Winter came. It dropped, Numbers dropped to 40, 50, 60, but everybody was still making a profit. Um we got done with the first year. They were looking at doing the second. And then the casino decided to turn that room into a tap house. Oh. Uh, they would have they renewed our contract had they not done that. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I liked booking more. You make more money booking. Mm-hmm. Um, again, at that time, I was I was burnt out. I mean, I still don't. I don't write as much as some of these comics. I write. But you recently did two shows, right? The Drink and Debate At and the Watson's, one yeah. yeah, formerly known as the Drink and Debate. That's a whole other story. It's it, coming oh. in September. Formerly known. Coming uh, coming in September. Uh, two weeks. Coming yeah. in September, it'll be relaunched as the Funny Feud. The oh, Funny, funny feud. feud. Okay. I'll tell you that story off. off, off so, and what was the one? Pr- the, uh, night the night before, Freaky yeah. Friday. Okay, okay yeah, so that's coming back. Were they both the success? Or? Yes. Oh, nice. According to Watson's, they were a success, and they wanted them again. Um, oh, great. So, I, how do you get into that? You just do. You just approach Watson's and say, "Hey." Yeah, this is the thing. There are comics in everywhere, not just Boise, mm-hmm. that cart before horse. Mm-hmm. I don't think first, second, third year comics should be booking rooms right um because they see a format they think it works but there's so much more to booking there's been some venues in boise that haven't been successful personally i believe because of the people running them i would say this to their face and they i've done it and they don't like me for it but (laughs) i come from a business background like it's one of those things if you if you're not in the business long enough you don't know what you're doing right you see a format that's hard to execute the same format mm-hmm. unless you've been into it same with podcasts i'm assuming you know mm-hmm. you can say all day long this looks easy yeah but until you actually produce one edit one yeah there's a lot of shit in the background right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean even hosting i'm sure there's some times where you're like yeah. am i good enough for this oh yeah it's this time. it's the same thing with with running a comedy show um, there's great producers in Boise. There's horrible. I mean, you're gonna get that anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't do it till I was eight years in. I didn't produce my own shows until I knew I could put something together. Mm-hmm. And they're, they've mostly been showcases. And what does that entail, though? You you contact all the talent. Mm-hmm. You figure out the pay. Oh, okay. Time. Mm-hmm. So um, once I was done with the casino, I moved to a place called. We'll drop that in. Yep. Chris will say this yeah, is I'm the Bartlett. Sorry, there we go. The Bartlett. Right, go. It was right next to the bar I worked at. I'm like <laughs> Bartlett. Mm, the Bartlett. It's no longer there, unfortunately. They've opened another place. Lucky you lounge in Spokane. Visit it. Um, <laughs> did a, my first sold out show there too. Did a showcase. Brought in 
standing room only people. Um, and then I, you know, I had bombs in there too. It's one of those things, you know, you, you admit your mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think the thing that a lot of bookers don't realize is you need your talent to promote your shows too. Right. If they don't promote it, like you can only do so much in the venue. Can, and the, there's comics that believe it should be solely on the venue. It's not. Mm-mm. They're there to make money. They're there to do and house it. But like you got to promote. You're the one with the audience. Yeah. Exactly. So a few of those Bartlett shows bombed because the talent did not promote it one bit. Right. Mm. Um, That's why we love this group. Everybody posts stuff. Mm-hmm. We Jake, try and share it. We try and like every yep. single yeah. great dang that. thing that we see. We're like, oh, they have a show. Like yes. it. Yeah. At least keep it going in the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. And Jake Martin's amazing. Oh, oh Jake oh, is God, amazing. Yeah. Doesn't have, <laughs> yes. He might not even be on the show, but and he'll he'll promote it. Oh, he, yeah. He doesn't yeah. care. He's he's awesome Fr- at Fr- that. Fridge Friends Podcast, wherever yes, podcasts exactly. are available. Oh, Listen. yeah. Um, Let's do it. But, but also check out Toast of Marshmallow Adventures podcast. <laughs> we're on this podcast. Of course we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> They're listening. Yes. No, I listen to actually yeah, we do. Fridge Friends every yeah, week. Weekly. Yeah, so yep. that's a great podcast. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, and then it's it's trying to like especially with Watsons now they want me to do more with them. So I don't know how much I can say. We have ideas in the works oh, that great. I think are really exciting. Because um, but then you have to you had to trust that every person you spoke to you know was yeah. gonna show and i got sick mm, so that like and I, so at yeah. last second you must have messaged greg cisco i did so yeah the the formerly known as D was probably the 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 most stressful was it uh show i've ever booked mainly wow. because it was supposed to be this weekend it was supposed oh, to be this okay. weekend originally oh really and or last weekend, last weekend, sorry, last mm-hmm. weekend originally. And uh, whenever this airs, it was a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, Nick Roberts, who's one of the bookers at Watch, yeah. was like, hey, we've double booked you with the teacher show. Um, oh. And I, he was like, can we move it to the second? I'm just thinking, sure, why not? It's a Saturday, we can do it. Uh, forgot it was 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All these comics that wanted to do it were like, can't do it now. Oh, I didn't have a fourth team until noon of the day of the show. Oh, wow. Which is something I never, I, I need my talent at least three days before yeah. I make sure everything's set. Yeah. Um, and day of, one of the comedians, Katie Lotz, got sick. Mm-hmm. Again, as I mean, it's COVID's back. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be here forever. We just got to adjust oh, to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, she got sick, or I don't think it was COVID. She said she was just feeling sick. It could have been COVID. I don't know. Katie, was it COVID? She calling in? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had replaced her. Um, I had Reese was Reese Samuels was amazing putting a team together like the day before. Wow. Yeah. You got sick, Wendy, yeah. and then so I messaged Greg Cisco, and it was because I was I messaged like eight people, and it's one of those things I try not to message too many because then if they all say yes, I then, then I don't I don't have enough spaces. Right. Yeah. Um, because I told Greg, I was like, hey, can you either perform because I needed somebody for Katie or judge because I needed somebody for you? Yeah. And then I've never met uh Chris Sharma in person. Mm. And I messaged him out because he told me he was available since their trip down show was later that night. Yeah. And they and I saw I saw um, Chris was online active on Facebook and I was like I I just got it right now I got to harass him so I did like four more messages and he was gracious enough to step in. Oh, awesome! But that night it turned into a thing too because like I told people like you and 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 Reese because they helped me out so much I was like I'll pay for your drinks whatever. Yeah. And then some comics came to me like well. 
I heard some people get drinks. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. and, was, and they're like, "Do I get a drink?" And I, was I like, didn't know that wasn't was, for everybody. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, sure." My tap, my tap was like ninety bucks that night. It was fine. Oh, okay. Because I, I think I told you about it you maybe did. a day later. I was like, I think Jared was covering everyone's drinks and no, food. He said that. No, <laughs> no. Okay, because no, like I didn't order oh, so food. It was, it was your fault. You told the cops. No, okay, I didn't order any food. No, I only fine, ordered but, yeah, like so, four drinks. Four drinks. <laughs> I thought it was a great show. It's hard yeah. to being on stage watching because you can't hear everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, oh, are they laughing? Are they enjoying it? And I knew being the first one, it would, there'd be some kinks. Um, yeah. Were there? I think there's a couple. Yeah. I think at the beginning of the show, he like didn't... after the first round, I was more, I think I was speaking to you and kind of actually trying to give like a real like review, review yeah. of how they went. And then second and third round, I was like, no, I think I'm bringing this show down. I just need to give <laughs> like, them like little funny quips about each thing. And then it went way better. And I need to talk to the audience and not Jared. <laughs> right. And I think uh, Greg Sisko stole the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was awesome. He stole yeah. Because he, he told me after, he goes, I can't do Greg Six. How do we do Greg Six? I thought it was just going to come down and write down some numbers. And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, it's interactive. But yeah. My, my friends came in. It was the best compliment ever. My friend was like, my friend's boyfriend, he goes, you remind me a lot of Ryan Seacrest. And I was like, what? Mm. Awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think it's because of all those long pauses that I did. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, if I could be any kind of host and as rich as, I mean, Ryan Seacrest oh, yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I could have one-tenth yeah. of Ryan Seacrest's money, I could retire today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but booking booking, booking is kind of where my heart is now. Oh, okay. It's more fun because I like to see shows. It's fun until the hour before when nobody's sitting in the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, are they going to show up? Yes. Yeah. Because with, with, with formerly D&D, like we had 14 people in the audience five minutes before the show started, and I was wow. like, "Oh my god, this is gonna bomb!" Yeah. And then right when we started, like 30 more all, all of a sudden yeah. showed up. I was like, "Okay, we're good." Wow. Yeah. Awesome. People, people, if you have tickets to a show, come early, especially at a yes. place that serves food. Stop panicking. Yeah. The person. <laughs> yeah. The, like the come. <laughs> it is. It's only a Boise yeah. thing. Like in Spokane, I do believe you're right. In Spokane, like they'll be close ish but they'll, they'll be there 15 minutes before right. you'll always have stragglers but yeah. like 80 percent of them are there at least 15 minutes before mm. i don't know what it is boise i know it's beautiful Let's finish your why we do that. go hiking earlier yeah 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah that show was awesome um yeah greg cisco was amazing he was after each round yeah i mean he had like a few minutes almost like a set he <laughs> was know. doing i was trying to time him but round, i was just like and yeah he just round Huh? He drowned? No, I said after each round. Oh, and then like a we, set. we yeah. waterboarded him. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. like, I'm That was the I drink. Yeah. Waterboard. <laughs> yeah. And then after the last round, he actually got up on <laughs> It's like, I'm going to stand up for this when he got up on stage. And yeah, I mean, he was hilarious, actually, wow. and had a. I mean, he just almost did like a set mm-hmm. about what just happened on the spot. And so. The, the day impressive. before for Freaky Friday, though. So for those that don't know, it's five comics doing a five-minute set. Oh, and then they switch. And yeah, so I randomized it. Randomized it. Oh, we're on video. I randomized it. I didn't do air quotes. <laughs> I randomized it. So Greg Sisko had to do Crystal Moore's. And Crystal Moore came in 
bloodstained shorts because it was right oh, after that Supreme yeah, Court yeah. thing. So it was hilarious. So Greg Sisko just talked about how it sounds so different talking about abortion rights as a male. Oh, it was yeah. He won. He literally won that night too. So oh, it was nice. it was awesome. hilarious. So and was, you both will be back in some form. Yep. So uh, Freaky Friday, we're gonna try to make a quarterly thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think I think it kind of keeps it the grandeur of fresh. It. Mm-hmm. Um. Funny feud will hopefully be a monthly thing. So that's, that's a, what it that's is in other name. cities, because mm-hmm. um, we want the we want it fresh in their minds. Mm-hmm. And again, you have so many topics that it, it's funny every month. Yeah, and you want to see to see if this team because the winner winning team comes back. You want to see how many times they yes. can win. And yeah. the the concepts or the ideas were from the audience. Is that true? Supposedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're, suppo- they're supposed to be. So once we build enough, when that is around long enough, yeah. it'll all be audience suggestions. I've been pulling from from, from that show that I did in, in Spoke. The, right. The reason I have to rename it. And right. um, from, from the internet. Oh, nice. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, that I'm was a really was a fun success. show. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love Watson's. I love the lounge. Jen has an amazing thing going yeah. here. But it's important for us to keep these mm-hmm. places going. Yes. Oh, actually, we're going to have, or we're in the works right now game of show. having a game show yeah. here at the lounge. Yeah, being the host of a game oh, that's show. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also kind of similar to what we might be doing at Watson's. Oh, okay. oh really? Okay. One of the things I don't know if I could talk about. And <laughs> right. I love Jen because Jen is supportive of everybody else. Of course. Yeah. She knows yeah. that we need other venues she in town. Knows. And I love that Watson's has given me the room to grow there because they've yeah. been looking for things. Jen keeps doing great things with Sarah with the Strip Down show. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she brings in premier talent. I mean, we've got... Four, th- three really strong. Sheesh. <laughs> three really strong Doesn't venues move that way. <laughs> <laughs> in Boise with the Lounge, Watsons, and Mad Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even though we don't have our own comedy club anymore, we have three venues that thrive with mm-hmm. comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And exactly. there's other places that are, are in town doing comedy too. Um, I think Nico just started a. At the loose screw or. In Meridian, yeah. yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. It's got the Twisted District. Which one. is coming back in the fall. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one just paused, and then yeah, the, um, the edge is doing edges something. Edges the Sundays. Yeah. East oh, side's coming back. Right yeah. Mic, yeah. And there's there's some more things that I'm working on with Watson's that maybe add in another another oh, location cool. for late summer, early fall. Oh, awesome. Cool. So I mean, I think yeah, I yeah. think Boise can handle more. It's weird. What I always say in Spokane is, um, you had a lot of venues in Spokane that would try comedy, and mm-hmm. the audiences didn't show up. Oh, like really? the businesses wanted it, and they would support it. Here, I feel it's the opposite. I feel like the audience wants it, you, but there's a lot of businesses, especially since the pandemic, so I get it, that don't want to take that risk. Right. Yeah. Because with music, you know, no matter what music people will listen to, mm-hmm. yeah. and this is like metal sometimes, but like, you know, music is good. You know if they're on key, off key. Right. Comedy is so subjective, it's a risk. Yeah. I get it. It's a risk for businesses. They might not have the audio equipment to set it up mm. and, all, and, and everything else, but the audiences show up in Boise nine times out of ten yeah yeah definitely i also have noticed in boise that they don't show up for shit unless it's like a A big event yeah yeah i've noticed that a lot um also well we've talked to jen and she said like women and minority performers struggle struggle for ticket sales terrible well jen adams book me and we'll see how this minority does Ah, when are you when are you here (laughs) i don't know you don't know okay you've been here in the past i've been here in the past i jen likes to give other people time to shine yeah, mm, so yeah. I don't want to bug her too much because again, yeah. I really like you'll see uh, me a lot when I'm poor. 
So in April, <laughs> poor. I was on like eight shows in April. Very poor. Um, and then the one I'm I'm by the time this airs, well we're live now. So tomorrow I have a show. Uh, yeah. At Watson's for the Crystals, bunch of laughs. Which right? she booked yeah. that back in April, so I was poor then. <laughs> you're, oh, like, okay. yes. you're like, yes, uh, I'm doing is that all that. Taxes paying. What poor? You're poor in April. Yeah, paying exactly, taxes. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, good thing there's no casinos here because I'd be poor, poor. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, uh, you'll know when I need some money because you'll see me here. You'll see me at Watson's. You'll see me at Matt's. Oh, Matt okay. Um, we see Jared on a lot of shows because you know he poor. needs money. <laughs> yes. Can he go away? What's his Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> it's at Jared Munson. At Jared nice. Munson. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. All right. It's awesome. Okay, let's get to here real quick. Unless you have anything more to say about that, we're going to get to our pod decks All questions right. here. Um. Oh, this is one I picked all these myself. These oh, questions. Oh they we have like five decks of okay. pod decks cards. Uh, this one here, and I think we all should answer it. What three things would you leave in a time capsule for people to open in fifty years? <clears throat> I would put in a USB drive with the Gangnam Style music video. Okay. When that came out. And even now to this day, I still, I did a lot at the bar I worked at in Spokane. I mean, I look like Cy. Like, I feel like I could be size. <laughs> if he wasn't only like, I think nine years older than me, I feel like he could be my father. Like, people think I'm him a lot. <laughs> um, I'd probably put in, oh, is this a time capsule about myself or just a time capsule in general? Just a time capsule in general. Uh, I'd put, uh, I, I put the newspaper from January 7th in there. Ah, about 2021. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that's a day. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. That's a day that I mean, crazy. What's yeah. weird is my coworkers at, at Best Buy knew about it was going to happen beforehand. What? The whole thing was planned out. I've been, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching the hearings and it's crazy. We won't get in well, you know political shit. The hearings. But yeah, I've been watching well, the hearings and so, the, the shit was planned out. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's, you think about it, 50 years, stuff like that. I mean, people that, I grew, I was, I was in seventh grade on 9 11. Mm. And I remember that day like it was yesterday. Seventh yeah. grade and nine eleven, weird. You see that? That's weird for you. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm, I'm a manager at, at, at Penny's. We're hiring sixteen-year-olds that were not. That's weird. They're not too. born. They're not yeah. born. <laughs> really when I was at when I was working for the Spokane Indians, uh, the minor league baseball team, there's people that were two, you know, at nine eleven. Now they're not even born. Wow. Uh, so Dang. that makes me feel old. Yeah. But trip. I'd put that in newspaper because I feel like that's a dark day in history that that yeah. people mm. need to remind of what can happen if 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 things aren't done, and then. Um, three things yes what's your third probably god i don't even know yeah i don't know the third one would probably be probably be my well because it's not about me it was my it was my own personal for like it could be a time capsule about me would be my first headlining show poster from from seattle i think that'd be cool Yeah, yeah definitely we're gonna make this a time awesome. capsule. Me, who who wants to open a journal? I think. I mean, I think my time everybody. capsule will be all about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put in something toasted marshmallowy. I'd put in probably something for my grandma that maybe was a hundred years old. Ooh, just because that's mm-hmm. cool. I've got her birth certificate thing, her little card. That'd be cool. That'd be yeah. Cool. And then 
maybe something weird that happened in my lifetime similarly. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Would you put think... an actual marshmallow in? That'd be awesome. Because like a Twinkie, I don't think they ever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just eat it in 50 up. years. A little bit. Yeah. Like if this and is hard, add can... water. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You ever watch Super Size Me? The, that documentary? Chris has. I've seen yeah. some episodes of it. Yeah. The, oh, oh the, the, the documentary. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've watched that. Yes. You can just put a quarter pounder in there and just watch in 50 years. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you put in? Um, I think I would make it about me and I would put in a microphone, a snowboard, and a ukulele. A snowboard in <laughs> a time capsule. How big cast. is this time capsule? It must be big. Because <laughs> I ride a, like a 167 snowboard, <laughs> so it's a big time capsule. <laughs> but I feel like in 50 years, they'll still have snowboards, so I would just like have this old antique yeah. snowboard in there, you know. Now they, they hover in 50 years. Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What makes you, uh, what instantly makes you not like another person? I got my answer. I think cockiness. I was going to say the same. I think, I think there's a difference. There's a difference between being like humble bragging yeah. and, and bragging bragging. Cause the thing that as a or comedian. Or proud of yourself. Yeah. The, the, the thing I always try to, and I don't listen, try to tell comics on, on social media, never say you killed your, your set. Like, don't mm-hmm. be like, oh, great, I just killed, you know, yeah. this is my best. Like, you can say best set ever, but you want the audience to tell you yeah. that you killed. Because mm-hmm. as a comedian, if you see somebody, it comes off braggadocious. Yeah. To me, it's like, if you see when I post after shows, I think everybody that was involved. And again, whatever, you know, they're going to do their thing. I just think it comes off way too cocky, cocky. especially when they've been, only been doing comedy for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have a great set, but you got to you got to remember where you came from and thank those that, that helped get you there. Yeah. Make it about the experience, not about yourself. Yeah. I don't yeah, like definitely. cocky. Cocky's yeah. out. The dude in the giant truck mm-hmm. that thinks he's yeah. hot shit and he's all cocky can't stand you instantly. Or, or yeah. when I see a white guy talking about his big dick. All right. I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm Asian. It's not fair. <laughs> when he goes like this. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> For me, I would say, I mean, I think it's more like an energy I feel. Like it could be a cockiness. It could be just more like a dick or an abusive person i think i feel that energy a little bit and i would say that's that's my thing and it you know it may not even be accurate but if if i feel that (laughs) off of you like i probably don't like you yeah it's the guy who puts on the bossy hair commercials for 48 hours (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) uh let's see what actor or actress would play you in a documentary Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. I love him. Why Steve Carell? He can do drama. He can do comedy. And he's just lovable. He's amazing. Mm. But again, when the documentary comes out, it, it would have to say based on a true story because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He'd be amazing. I was watching yeah. an interview with him and he wanted, <laughs> he's like, just just for the fun, I'd want Ryan Gosling to play me. <laughs> <laughs> just for the fun. He's like, he, he never would. Yeah. Nor would a documentary ever be made about me. <laughs> Exactly. I don't have one, but I know who you have. I mean, as if we were going for lookalike, I'd probably go for Tom Segura, just because mm. I get gets that uh, mistaken for him frequently at comedy things. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty often. Especially Burt Kreischer. It happened at the Burt oh, Kreischer yeah. show. Yeah. I'm like, we're... Oh my god, Tom! And he's yeah. like, Why would I be here? <laughs> Why would Tom Segura be here? I think you could get like Michael Chiklis. 
Michael oh, who? From The Shield. Oh, no, I, don't I don't know, know this. No. <laughs> I've been told back in the day when I didn't have the beard and had sideburns, I looked like a like if Drew Carey and Quentin Tarantino had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> <Look like that. laughs> Not weird at all. No. <laughs> Keep asking the question, it'll pull up. All right, all right, all right. Um, the oddest job you've ever taken to earn a buck? Oh, worked at a cannery, fish cannery. Oh, in Alaska, Yeah, in Alaska. Right? It was like six weeks. We worked 160 hours in Okay, I could see weeks. that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Cannery. cannery for you? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Jared? I think it's because when I tell people it, uh, nobody believes it. I was a bouncer for four and a half years in an LGBT nightclub. But I mean, again, I'm at a what night? LGBT. Okay. Biggest, best nightclub, Nine Barn Bistro, Spokane, Washington, downtown. And you just puffed up your chest? I was a door guy. I could spot a fake ID a mile away. Um, (laughs) I never really had to choke anybody out to my last couple of weeks because I'm not intimidating. So whenever I tell people now that I was a bouncer, they're like... Yeah. How? There's no, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. What about you? For You've me, had a ton of jobs. Odd jobs. What would be odd? He was a balloon tire at Marine World. No, no, no. I rented strollers and wheelchairs, uh, and I just hung out in the balloon place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Marine World Africa, USA. So this was Northern California's kind of version of SeaWorld. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I... Uh, Rented strollers and wheelchairs, and yeah, I would go and hang out in the balloon area because that's where all like the girls worked was selling yeah. the balloons. And so stuff. then when my grandma turned a hundred, yes, <laughs> and we need a, a balloon tire. Chris is like, I'm really good at. I was tying like, balloons. I know how I to do like, this. Who, yeah, who does that? Who says that at like forty something? I'm great at tying <laughs> balloons. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Sheesh. yeah, I did it. I mean, I, mean, I have weird skills like that. Yeah, he does. Like, I have a resume that has a lot of weird shit on it. <laughs> it's like, want a juggler? Crystal yeah. juggle. Oh, yeah, I can juggle, too. Yeah, oh, I wish one. I could juggle. <laughs> Only three things is my max. I mean, I wish I could do four or five, but no. All right, what are most people afraid of that doesn't scare you? Spiders. Well, you're scared of spiders. They don't scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Most I'm scared of a lot of stuff. Afraid of that doesn't scare I'm me. I'm scared of the dark for sure. Let's say I'm not scared of the dark. Uh, I am scared of spiders and most insects. Oh, moths! <laughs> yeah, sp- You're terrified moths. of my moths. coworkers. Know yesterday too. I don't do bugs. I don't. Oh, bugs. nice. I don't do bugs. No. Yes, I hate bugs. Uh, roller coasters, I guess. Scared, scared of roller, roller coasters. coasters. Well, okay. that that doesn't scare me, right? Oh, so it scares okay. other people, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I love roller coasters. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. yeah. I have a lot of friends that hate roller coasters. Oh, yeah, I love roller My coasters. My mom won't do roller coasters. Actually, the first time we went to Lagoon. I was terrified. Wendy I had to get not... really drunk to oh, go really? on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we had two. It was day two. Yeah, it actually. was day two. We didn't even go first one. I was like, why don't we just ride these uh, ones the that I've seen fair at the ones. fair? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> little well, tilt the world. Like, you yeah. know, I used to wear glasses. So going on roller coasters, I would, I would never wear them because- I was afraid that they would fly off. Yeah. So I put them in something. So I was like, I'm blinded. I'm, I'm very nearsighted. Like I wouldn't be able to read your logo without my contacts. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, woo. And then once I got contacts. Was the terror even I don't, more? I, I don't think I was scared at all. Cause oh, I, wow. Because I'd been on them so much before. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, okay, let's yeah. do this. And there's one in Spokane that, or Coeur d'Alene that just 
it, you go down, you're 180 degrees backwards, and go the other way, and then you're looking down. Wow. Nothing. Oh, Nothing. wow. Nice. Yeah. Most of it. Unless nice. you go in the middle seat, then I'm scared because your feet dingle, dingle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, if you were given $1,000 to spend on your closest friend, what would you buy them? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I'd, again, be Easton Crossley in Spokane, Washington. Uh, probably a new gaming setup. He's a huge, mm-hmm. huge gamer, so I'd probably, probably get him, get him that. Oh, awesome! Okay. Or a new guitar. So we do. Um, when I was in Spokane, when he visits, and vice versa, um, we do karaoke under the name Caucasian. Uh-huh. Um, but mm. it's spelled C A U C A Z N. So it's okay. combining cool. both. You know, it's kind of funny, but this um, is your bestie. Yeah. So I have not seen you do karaoke. Oh, yet. I'm a karaoke mit whiz. Oh, what's your favorite karaoke song to sing? Solo or with with him? Solo and then with him. Solo would be Uptown Funk because ah. I, I do a stage jump. So I did that when I was in Austin. So we up uh, at the TV festival. I did karaoke at my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I did about four songs. Crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, together. So we have performed in three states, including Austin. So he went to Austin for one year. Um, probably um, Everybody by Backstreet Boys is one that is a crowd pleaser that okay. we do. He can do the Macklemore raps pretty well, though. Do you guys dance when you're doing Backstreet Boys? Oh, you're like, oh, everybody. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then we do a lot of One Direction now because, you know, we're 33. One Direction fans are like 28 now. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I told him, I was like, we need to do what's relevant. Let's get, we need to get the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I hate One Direction. Like, Trust me. So we've done like four One Direction songs and it worked every oh, time. Oh, wow. And he's like, okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? What's your, your uh, let's see. If I had a thousand dollars to f- spend on. Close. I mean, I I think currently Wendy would be my closest friend <laughs> right now. Cheating. What would you buy me? <laughs> what would I, I was buy thinking you? Kathy. I would give her a trip. If it was... I'm not your closest friend. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we were like closest other friends. Next okay. time on Doctor. What about Phil? like yeah? If exactly. we were talking about like outside, how about of Clayton us, or Antonio? Like little Chris. Yeah, little Chris. Because yeah, I mean, I was buy big Chris. Um, I would buy a little Chris. Um. Probably buy him a new stereo for his car right. and maybe some woofers or an EQ, <laughs> whatever a thousand bucks would buy these days. Because he was always into that back in the day. Whenever he got a car, he was always Even that hooking Geo up. Metro. A, it was Geo it Metro had hydraulics in it back in the nineties in Vallejo, California. Oh. Yes. You should just get him out. you should just get him a nineteen eighty Toyota Camry. He'd probably yeah. love it, yeah. <laughs> or a Chevy Love pickup. He had one of those at the time, so actually. My dad. Yes. <laughs> The Chevy love. All right, awesome. Let's get out of here. Thank you so Thank much. You. Anything you want to plug? We got people uh, on got Insta. The brunch. Yeah. Oh, who? Do, hi. We have a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, upcoming shows. Well, since this is on Instagram Live too, uh, this will be outdated when this episode airs. Right. Tomorrow at two p.m. at Watson's, we have the brunch to last with Crystal Moore. Uh, hey, what's up? The podcast uh, on Toasted Marshmallow Studios. Are I you? have. Um, I have uh, Kendra and Cheryl coming on the next couple of weeks. She's on the new show Live and Local with Dave Coulier from Full House. Oh. On on so she'll be on in the next few weeks. Um trying to reschedule Phil, the creator of Grand Crew. Subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Munson. Yes. Um thank you guys for having me. Heck yeah. I don't think I have anything I don't think I have anything else coming up yet. Uh I'm on Instagram at Jared Munson. Um, and the show 
that was formerly known as D&D is coming is, back. Yep, Funny Feud and uh, Freaky Friday, so they're both Fs, double Fs, are going to mm. be coming back in September at Watson's. We're looking at doing other shows as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so watsonsboise.com. Be sure to check out the st- shows at the lounge. Just support comedy yes. and support Toasted Marshmallow Adventures Studios. You. And Hell, hey, what's up? Yes, yeah. Hey, what's up? Toasted Marshmallow Adventures. Um, yeah, and in the future for the uh, drink and debate, which is the friendly feud in the funny future. Feud. Funny, funny feud. feud. Friendly yeah. funny feud. <laughs> if you need judges, Wendy and I are down. If for you want sure. to throw Chris, our Greg Cisco in there as well. Yeah, we could do that too because he was hilarious at the drink and debate. Um, but thank you so much for being Yay. here tonight. And thanks for like, today. Yeah, really peer pressure you in. <laughs> it was on the D&D stage. It was like talking about your podcast. I'm like, yeah, when are you going to have me on? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's well, basically yeah. the same thing that Nate Ford tried to come on my podcast. Oh really? Yeah, Nate Ford for years. So it's basically become the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon thing. I'm just, I would love to have Nate Ford. I'm just not. Gonna. Heck yeah! Oh, so. <laughs> you're not gonna at this just point. because. Like, <laughs> it's the it's yeah. It's he's my long. he's my Matt Damon. Right. Right. Uh, so he might okay. you, one of these times you might just have to have him sneak in right. and I'll pretend to oh, be upset. Yeah. Just don't tell me which episode though either. That would. Are you okay. super? You're okay with that? That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Just yeah. be like, hey, Nate, come in on this one. And he can just, just chat drop with It'd be funny because I, I, I emailed Dave Coulier's people to try to come on because I told him yeah. I named Drop Bob Saget. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it would be funny if he came in on that one if I if <laughs> yeah. I get him. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, also let me know who you want to see on, on my podcast. Okay. Um, I'll Definitely. email people. Oh, awesome. So, I think we need to take a little n- note from you. Just go ahead. So you Shoot really, your shot. Yeah. And a lot of times you can find you can find who they're represented by pretty easy. Right. Mm-hmm. Fun fact out there. Because like Dave Coulier on his Instagram has his email. Oh, nice. <laughs> so just I'm just, yeah. I mean, there's people. And again, you know, I get it. it. We're in a crazy world these days. If Phil doesn't go through, I'll never hold it against him. His show's picked up for a second season on NBC, mm-hmm. um, and he's busy. So, I mean, that happens. You know, yeah. there's, there's things that happen where people just unfortunately have to cancel, yeah. which is why you try to have backups. Right now, I'm kind of in a lull because yeah. mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten through a lot of my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I usually take summers off anyways because it's too hot for me to, <laughs> to right. go anywhere. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, for whoever's listening, anybody I know watching live right now? You got Bill DeGilio. Hi, you Bill. You got uh, Tina Towns. Oh, hi, Tina. You got Tina Towns, Brett. folks. Uh, Tina Towns has uh, these amazing little pins that she's made. So be uh, sure to yeah. support her yes. and get those and pins. Stickers. And stickers. And stickers. We got a sticker yeah. up on the door. So yeah. Tina's amazing. Uh, uh, visit her. There support her. Did you, say, did you say Brett Haney? Or which yep. Brett, Brett Haney. Brett Haney oh, has. Tina's saying hi. Hi. Brett <laughs> Haney has dreads. Uh, so Bill be sure to. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Um, but yeah, shoot your shot. Like, that's the thing. Like, um, again, kind of know where you are. Like if you've Mm -hmm. only been doing comedy for a little bit, don't be like, I can headline please. Um, (laughs) cause again, you represent the community, but you know, people like Haley, then Hart Weiss, Jen, I mean, Jen does it anyway. She has, I mean, Jen has access to everybody, but Mm -hmm. like, Look at, their, ask. look at their Instagrams. Go to their websites because a lot of the websites, if you go to their contact, have who they're represented by. Right. That's how I got Guy Fieri's people contacting me. That's how I got yeah. Phil Rosenthal's people contacting me. And again, you might get five, six no's from them consistently because they're busy. You just got to be on them. And, wow. and you got to try every quarter because you never know. They might have an hour that frees up. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. You just got to keep, I mean, an email takes five minutes. Yeah. I yeah. go to a website. Like, I'll, I'll even watch, like, the Today Show. I had... Um, this girl who was the youngest to climb Mount Everest that was on. 
it didn't work out because now she's going to Stanford in the fall and doing track for mm. them. We had a date set up, but like she was exhausted from climbing Mount, Mount Everest. <laughs> I get it. I would never climb Mount Everest. No, none of us would. But you know, again, <laughs> you you're, you prepare for those no's, but you just keep sending emails. Yeah. Um, and then again, you never know. Maybe next summer when she's freed up in her summer season. That's true. They've already talked to me, so they kind of know what it's about. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, shoot Martin Short an email. I mean, shoot Steve mm-hmm. Martin an email. Like, yeah. He, the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say, no. say no. Or as Travis and I thought, when Bob Saget came on to the Zoom, it might not be Bob Saget. Somebody could have been pl- pranking us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was. It was, it was him. We were so worried because it could even be funnier, though. Like, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not Bob Saget. just play along exactly. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's that's all I got to say. Thank you guys for having me. Thank I talk you. a lot. So. No, you're an you awesome so interview. Yes. Thank you, Gary. All right, I'm signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser, hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Thank you. Thank, thank you so, so much. much. <laughs>